You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Wednesday, so it's time for Wayne on Wednesday. Wayne McCurry is a portfolio manager at FNB Wealth and Investment in Johannesburg. Wayne, the big story in a relatively sort of tepid market is the NASPES split. There's NASPES now and there's something called Process in Amsterdam. What happened today? Yes. Okay. Just a little bit of background. If you owned 100 NASPES shares, a little bit of a technicality, but you're going to end up owning 100 process shares as well. So you'll own 100 NASPAS and 100 process shares. Right. NASPAS has effectively taken 25% of their assets and listed it in Amsterdam under process. Right. So in theory, the value of NASPAS should have fallen by 25% and you would be compensated for that fall in the NASPAS shares by the process shares you now own everything else being equal. So the market capitalization of process should be one quarter of NASPAS, no other distortion in the system. Now, two things are of relevance here. The first is the process shares, you only get them on Monday and yet they started trading today. So legally speaking, (laughs) these shares that you own don't exist until Monday. And yet the NASPAS share price fell today 31 percent or something pity i pity all the people you have got to work out unit price averages (laughs) because your probably your biggest share in your portfolio fell by 31 32 percent but you have no other asset to compensate you for that fall and that also the question also arises these shares that traded in process today where did they come from? Because they don't exist until Monday. So it's, a, it's an odd set of circumstances, but let's put that aside. Yes. The real story is NASPAS should have fallen by 25-odd percent, but it didn't. It fell by 31%. Right. What does that mean? And that means that NASPAS is now at a far bigger discount against the underlying assets than what process is. So in other words, today... You should actually say, I don't want process shares. I'd rather take my NASPAS shares because they're actually cheaper. So, two things to explain there. If you take your one NASPAS share and your one process share, let's forget you only own it on Monday, and you add them together, you made about 4% return extra. Right. So, you're happy. However, if you were a South African taxpayer, those process, those process shares you get, you pay full capital gains tax on the whole value. So a lot of people would say, oh, no, I don't want to pay the capital gains tax. I'd rather just get more NASPAS shares because if you don't take process, you get 36 new NASPAS shares for every 100 that you own, which which should have compensated you for the value of the process if process, if NASPAS only fell by 25%, but it fell by... 33%. And what's even stranger is that you can decide, tomorrow's the deadline to decide whether you take process shares or get more NASPAS shares. So quite frankly, it's a little bit chaotic, all of this, to to summarize it simplistically. It's a little bit chaotic. No, no. However. Chaos is exactly what you're describing. Why do you people, and when I say you people, I mean, why does the financial services industry 
make it so, so difficult. And so, I mean, the average investor, having listened to the last two minutes of your diet, Won't know what's happening. No, have absolutely no idea what's going on. I mean, I'm a simple no, I hear you. And I, but I report upon these things every single day. I don't understand a word of what okay. you just said. Why is it so complicated? Is it because you think you're brain surgeons or rather the financial no, services? What, what, what is it then? Why, why not just make it simple? Because the real problem that's been thrown into this system is twofold. Number one, it's tax. Because it's listing in Amsterdam, yes. if you're a South African resident, the tax status is different. So normally when a company does an unbundling, like when, like when First Rand got un unbundled momentum and discovery, you just transferred a part of your capital gains tax cost to the new shares. You didn't trigger a capital gains tax event. Mm. But because it's listing in Amsterdam, it's an automatic trigger of a capital gain on these shares. So the first thing that makes it complex is tax. The second thing that makes it complex, which by the way, and maybe I'm stupid, but I didn't think you could trade a share until it actually existed. In other words, I didn't think process would trade until Monday when all the South African shareholders, well, not all the South African shareholders, all the shareholders only get their process shares on Monday but yet it traded today. I mean, that was never made clear by anyone. We knew it was going to list today, but we just thought that would be almost a statutory listing of the share on the stock market. Because no shares existed until Monday, we thought it could only trade on Monday because these shares don't exist because the unbundling hasn't happened. So whose so, responsibility was it to allow I'd people like you? I mean, you've been in the know. business for 30 years. Someone should have told you as a seasoned professional that this was going to happen. But you're saying that shares that haven't even listed an, until Monday are, are being trading. traded today. What is that? Yeah. I've got no idea. I, I literally have no idea where these shares came from. So I, mm. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. Maybe they had a pool of shares that some other shareholders said you could trade and there's a deferred settlement option or something like that. But anyway, let's put all of that aside for a minute or two. Let's do so. The stock market's highly efficient. It will realize that, hang on, process is trading too high and NASPAS is trading too low right. because they both own the same assets, eh? They don't own different assets. No, it's just a there dual listing. Some, there are some, technically, there's some South African assets, the print assets that are still in NASPATS that aren't in process, but they're so small it's irrelevant. These two companies own the same underlying asset base. So, therefore, they should trade at the same price relative to the asset base, i.e. the same discount or premium. It happens to be a discount in NASPATS. Okay. In other words, the market will arbitrage this out. So what we're telling all our clients and what I think the right thing to do is don't panic today. Look at the prices on Monday. Okay. Because that's when the true volume starts to trade. But now, what's the opportunity here? I mean, if you're a short-term trader, tomorrow's Thursday. If you're short-term, you've, you'll, you'll you, short you've got 48 hours to, to, to make some money or lose some money. You'll short process go long, not You'll short process go long, not and if you're a hedge fund manager, go short process do, and long NASPERS. And long NASPERS. You'll do exactly the same. Yeah. Mm. Because this, this difference, in other words, process traded at 1,200 Rand a share. 
should be 900. NOSPAS traded at 2,400, it should be 2,600. Hmm. In other words, when you add the two together, you should come to the same total. Yes, exactly. But this, the split between the two went wonky today, and I think this is just <laughs> some opportunists somehow finding these process shares to trade, traded them, whereas the true volume of process, process trade only happens on Monday. So I think the market will sort out this, let's call it unusual set of pricing events that we have today. I like but the word wonky that you use there because I don't understand it. Buy low, sell high is the investment theory that I've always been taught since I was 18 years old. You buy something low, you sell something high. Today there's financial engineering and the whole business of process and NASPES after what you've just said in two different exchanges in two different geographies and two different currencies is incredibly complicated and I actually feel a little bit dispirited by the whole thing quite no, I wouldn't get dispirited this whole thing so far today and I again stress today is unusual mm. because these shares the volume only starts on Monday the whole thing everything that's happened today has added value to your pocket if you were a nice pass shareholder. Good. You're richer. And someone's poorer as well. However, so who's, who's poorer? However, however, if this current pricing stays in place, you as a South African shareholder should not opt for the process shares because they're high. You should actually say, no, I don't want process. I'll give me more nice pass because they're much cheaper. So that's the distortion that's happened is that people, you said, I want process. I don't forget the tax. Just put the tax aside for the moment. I want process because it's going in all the global indices. It's on Frankfurt. I want process. Mm. But now you will sit back and say, uh -uh, if these prices stay, give me nice passes cheaper than process. In other words, effectively sell the process, the process shares I was going to, I was going to get and give me more nice shares because they're cheaper. So, that's, in effect, the distortion that's happened if today's prices stay in place by Monday. I'd rather buy NASPAS 300 Rand cheaper mm. than get process, which is 300 Rand more too expensive. See, you're, you're talking about process and process now because even you're process. becoming confused. I would of course like, we all get confused. And you, you're a clever chap, three decades of experience. I would like to be a farmer now and just grow some wheat and exchange it with my neighbor for chickens or something like that because the financial services industry has gone mad with what you've just described over the last, let me have a look at my screen here, uh, nine and a half minutes. It's quite extraordinary. What else happened on the market today because my internet has gone down, Wayne? What happened today? Well, look, the RAND's the relatively stable, which is good news. Yes. Um, company news-wise... Not that much actually came out. Famous brands gave an update yes. about their operations, which on balance I think was I think was positive. It didn't move the share price, and I suppose that's a good thing. Um, but they gave an, they gave an overview of their operations, and I found it quite interesting. In South Africa, the what do they call it? The and and they will kill me for using this word. They're fast food restaurants. Uh, what are you supposed yes. to say then? It's not fast food. They got, it's they, uh, they convenience. Mainstream. Uh, yeah. They call it mainstream. <laughs> Their mainstream restaurants did, I think, a little, a little bit better than what the market was expecting. Okay. Their turnover looked quite good, etc. Then their premium restaurants, I thought, was a little bit disappointing. 
Okay, but what is a premium restaurant apart. according to the Faber's uh, Brands uh, portfolio? Tashes or something? Uh, yeah, it's it's Tashes and the Hassar Grill. That's premium. Okay, that looked a little bit disappointing to me. In the Africa, the Africa and Middle East, outside of South Africa, showed very good turnover growth. I was quite quite astonished by that actually. But then the big one is Gourmet Kitchen Burger in the UK, where they have wasted money hand over fist. Hundreds of millions. Now, if not a if not a billion or two. Yes, exactly. They've yeah, they've wasted money hand over fist in there. They closed down a lot of their restaurants. They went into this agreement with their landlords to get the rental dropped or to cancel the lease ag- agreements, all of these things. They've severely chopped the number of restaurants, as I've said. So the total turnover is down quite dramatically. But when you measure the turnover on the stores that are still open, on the on the restaurants that are still open. So the like for like, in other quite words. Nicely. Like for like was actually up quite nicely, I thought. Mm, you know, okay. So maybe we have, in fact, seen the worst out of gourmet kitchen because I mean this share price after being a darling this thing's been clobbered about 50% in the last three years eh? you like to eat a burger so, don't you where, where would you go for a burger oh, these like days it. in South Africa now look there's only one place to go for a burger go on then and that's Spur it's the, it is the only burger in town and what about a King Steer burger no I don't like Steers <laughs> to me and, and maybe it's not the burger but Spur serve the most delicious onion rings <laughs> but that's not a burger and i'm talking I, about burgers and, I mean, you can have no, the onion rings the on the side when you want to, the the plate that's put in front of you as a combination right when you buy a burger with spur onion rings but however Lindsay, yes i make a point of it every single time i mention spur i've got to mention another thing and that is they've taken garlic snails off their menu and i will not forgive them for that well, you also so, couldn't forgive Woolworths for getting rid of their salt and pepper squid. Or, or, yes, yeah, exactly Calamari. right. Exactly. And every time I mention Woolworths or Spur, I mention those two issues. But let's put I that know. aside for the moment. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the environment for fast food is actually not bad in South Africa, even given the current consumer situation. Because with all the delivery services you've got now, these guys are making big gains in sales because it's now so much easier to buy your takeaway and have it delivered to your house with Uber Eats and Mr. Delivery and all of these things. What is your attitude towards that? Because I always feel that this chap's been on a bicycle or this uh, girl's been on a bicycle for uh, 22 minutes, cycling through the traffic, dodging uh, cars and taxis and things. And when it gets there, I don't know where it's come from. I prefer to go to the place and sit down and have a glass of whatever it is and well, watch, so watch, I, watch them cooking it. But I don't, don't. I don't know where this has gone. I mean, they could have got it. I mean, no, no. This, this, this no, could, you, you this could be second-hand are, you stuff. You, know, you and I are old school. We still like to go to the restaurant and have a bit of an occasion. Mm. Lots of people just want to deliver to their house because it's easy and it's convenient. Now, I went to a presentation by one of the fast food chains in South Africa. Yes. And they were quite adamant that these guys, Mr. Delivery, Uber Eats, etc., are losing money hand over fist. Eh? They say they, they're trying to gobble market share and get penetration now. But at some stage, they've got to turn their model into a profitable business model. And this chap was concerned 
that they're going to turn it into a profitable business model by eroding the margin of the people actually supplying the food. Because if you do 25% of your turnover on Uber Eats, yes. and they come to you and say, listen, you must cut your price. You're in a corner. Eh? Mm. You, 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 you're properly squashed. Because you and I at home, if we had to order it, we're not going to pay more. We're not going to double the delivery cost. We'll just say, I'll bugger that. I'll just cook here or I'll go there and fetch it myself. Yeah. So they're very worried that this is going to erode margin in the longer term. But in the shorter term, let's say the next two, three years, it's actually very good for their business. I mean, you go to any sort of convenience food outlet now, the tables are half empty, but the queue outside the counter for people waiting to pick up the takeaways is actually massive. I mean, I went to an Indian restaurant the other day. It's a fantastic restaurant. But, the, but I mean, the place wasn't even half full. It was one-tenth full. But there were 30 delivery guys waiting at the counter to get their orders to take to the house. That's interesting. So they, they couldn't keep up. The, the kitchen was busy. It was just busy with takeaways. So what you're saying is if you're in the restaurant business, you should just have uh, Wayne McCurry's takeaways rather than Wayne Correct. McCurry's sit-down. Restaurant, yeah. You, should, mm. you, shouldn't, you should just have a service counter. People then sit down. You should just have a service counter and effectively uh, just do takeaways. But you must remember you've got to – the key to this, and I think it's also – a lot of property owners, the big property owners, must take heed of this. Yes, it's no good having the, It's no good having your your food factory in an industrial area far away from the where the people you order it, because you just can't get the food to them quick enough, and it'll be cold and all of this. So maybe all of these big shopping centres that we've got, which are conveniently situated to the consumer, you know, maybe you're going to have a lot of these fast food service only type outlets, far fewer far smaller uh, floor space, but a lot more of them, a lot more conveniently situated so you can be within 15 minutes delivery from virtually any customer because you have lots of these distribution outlets. So you won't just have one massive McDonald's somewhere, for example. You might have that services a big area. You might have five very small McDonald's that service the same area that can get the food to you quickly and fresh and hot. So when, no, I, I think this is what could happen, actually. Well, you've made me so hungry, we're going to have to curtail this I'm conversation. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, garlic snails and, and salt and pepper squid. We have to go, but thanks so much for your insight. You should be a retail analyst, which you probably are as well. That's Wayne McCurry, who's a portfolio manager at FNB Wealth and Investment. And that was Wayne on Wednesday. That podcast was proudly brought to you in association with sharenet.co.za. Visit strictlybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe to receive exclusive content straight to your inbox.